Hi, and welcome to the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the Managing the Midlife Crisis in Relationship episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I coach men who are struggling in relationship, how to communicate effectively, build trust, and deepen intimacy so they can be the best version of themselves in relationship and live the life they love. Is midlife crisis really a thing or just some stereotype where middle-aged men buy Corvettes and have affairs with 25-year-old women? Well, it's enough of a thing that the famous psychologist Carl Jung studied it back in the day, as well as many other psychologists, sociologists, and researchers since. And not all psychologists, sociologists, or researchers agree it is a thing. Some see it more in a culturally influenced context, you know, culturally based. Although it still continues to be researched by psychologists, sociologists, and researchers alike. It's also important to note that not everyone goes through a midlife crisis. So what is a midlife crisis? Well, a midlife crisis is generally defined as a period of psychological and emotional turmoil that some individuals experience during their middle adulthood, typically between the ages of 35 and 65. Now, historically, the midlife crisis has been linked with men, and the reason being there were certain expectations that society and culture expected from men, as well as the traditional gender roles. You know, men were supposed to be the main breadwinner, and had to deal with the pressure that society put on them to be at a certain level in their career at a certain time, or maybe their financial or social status by a certain age. So when men got to middle age and reflected on their lives and the choices they made, and perhaps rethinking how they wanted to move forward with the rest of their lives, it was considered a midlife crisis. Now, that being said about men... Women can also go through a midlife crisis, yet in a different way. For example, women go through menopause and the aging process in general. Uh, But this can have a serious impact on how they see themselves in terms of their self-worth, their body image, their identity, or even their role in society. And I think it's really important for men who are in relationship to be aware of this and how they relate to their middle-aged spouse or partner. Now that I've established that men and women can go through a midlife crisis, I would like to update the term midlife crisis. The experts are now calling it midlife transition, which makes sense to me. I think it's a more appropriate term, and seeing it as a transition rather than a crisis can help in the acceptance process. You know, the acceptance that we all age and we all go through changes as we age. So how can you tell you're going through a midlife transition? Well, here are some of the signs. Sometimes it's a milestone event that causes one to self-reflect. Maybe turning a certain age, like 40, 50, or 60, you know, or maybe the kids moving out, you know, the the empty nest thing. Or maybe it's a life-changing event, like a divorce, um, loss of a loved one, or maybe a career issue, like being laid off or wanting something different uh, in their job or some other career setback. Um, Another sign of midlife transition is questioning and self-doubt. 
This is where one starts to look back at the choices they've made in life and question those choices or even doubt those choices. They may question who they are, you know, um, feel like they lost their direction, or maybe they question what their purpose is in life. Another sign is after they look back at their life, they could have a deep desire for change or something new. Um, They may want to try new things that may make them feel young or go back to doing what they used to do that reminded them of their youth. Uh, Feeling restless or acting impulsively is a big one when it comes to a midlife transition. Feeling restless can lead to taking risks or making impulsive decisions, um, taking part in risky behaviors like having an affair or doing drugs. Um, They may decide to quit their jobs without thinking it through or make a major lifestyle change like spending money on a more youthful wardrobe or hairstyle or the stereotypical new sports car. Um, Another thing that can happen during a midlife transition is emotional instability or volatility. You know, one day feeling sad, frustrated, having anxiety, you know, and then another day feeling joy and excitement that manic kind of thing, you know. And on a more positive note, there can be a sense of acceptance of their past and with the aging process, you know, finding a new perspective on life, coming to terms with their past choices and and choosing to find new meaning and new purpose in life as they age. So those are just some of the common signs of midlife transition. And many of us may experience some of these signs, and it's really to the degree of how it impacts your life and your spouse or partner's life that matters. Now, not everyone will experience all these signs, and some won't experience a midlife transition at all. And the biggest criticism of the idea of a midlife transition or crisis are the stereotypes and the cultural biases often associated with it. You know, looking back at my own journey, I didn't think I went through a midlife crisis, you know, in the stereotypical sense. You know, I was kind of in denial. But I realized, indeed, I did go through a significant midlife transition. I chose a different career path in my late 30s. I had enjoyed a very successful career as a radio personality. And to help deal with the stress and anxiety that I experienced with the high demands of co-hosting a popular morning show, I started on my path to personal and spiritual growth. And I became so impassioned with my growth and how my life had transformed that I felt it was my calling to pay it forward and help others with their personal growth so they could live the life they love. Now, I knew I was doing a positive thing on the radio, you know, to help entertain and uplift folks, yet it wasn't quite the same as helping to transform someone else's life on a deeper level. Plus, the radio industry as I had known it had changed dramatically due to technology, uh, people's listening habits, and corporate restructuring. So it just wasn't the same as it was when I had started out in radio. So yeah, I experienced a midlife transition. And oh, and I, and I didn't mention that I had gone through a divorce as well. So there you go. Midlife transition can happen. <laughs> if it happened to me, it can happen to you. 
And I have to say, even today, I recognize that I'm always evolving on my journey of personal and spiritual growth, being true to myself and my soul's journey. All right, enough about me. So I guess you can see, based on what I've told you so far, that going through a midlife transition can certainly impact a relationship, right? Can you imagine? Yeah, of course. So here are some of the ways it can show up, especially with men in relationship. He can have an even harder time expressing his emotions, you know, shutting down or distancing himself from his spouse or partner. Um, Self-esteem and identity issues may come up for him. You know, maybe he's not where he thinks he should be in his career or life. He may be unhappy with how he looks, you know, losing hair, gaining weight, Maybe his sexual performance is declining, all that. Um, Feeling like he's not good enough or feeling insecure in some kind of way. And all this can cause him to disconnect from his spouse or partner. With going through a midlife transition, there's potential that there could be more conflict or arguments in the relationship uh, because of how he's feeling about himself or just feeling dissatisfied with life in general. You know, he could be more defensive, get agitated, irritable. And if this is not handled right, it could certainly lead to more arguments and conflict. Um, I mentioned earlier about the desire for change. That's a big one. You can imagine how having that desire for change could take him outside of the relationship, like starting a new hobby or making an impulsive decision without consulting with his spouse or partner or finding other excitement outside the relationship. And that other excitement (laughs) could lead to another situation, which is infidelity. And that does happen uh, sometimes in a midlife transition. You know, his ego is trying to find out if he still has it, you know, by taking the risk to go for a younger woman, or wanting something new in a partner, but doesn't want a divorce, you know, that kind of thing. And even if he doesn't cheat, there could be issues in the bedroom, you know, withdrawing from intimacy or a decrease in sexual satisfaction. Another thing that can happen is having a change in priorities in wanting something new. You know, as he looks back and evaluates his life, he may change his priorities, which may take his attention away from the relationship or his family which may cause stress and strain. And the last thing I'll mention that can happen is the lack of long-term planning, you know, for the long-term of the relationship. You know, he may be more interested in instant gratification versus what's best for the relationship in the long run. So I've seen a lot of these things as most of the men who are coming to see me are going through some sort of midlife transition And I've seen a wide variety of ways that it has played out in relationship. And one that stands out is Gio, not his real name. I think he was in his mid-40s when he came to me at the health clinic. He was really struggling with himself and in his relationship. He had gotten to the point where he didn't know who he was anymore. And he felt stuck in life. And his wife Deidre, not her real name, was concerned because she noticed that he wasn't himself. He was pulling away emotionally from the marriage and family, and nothing seemed to interest him or motivate him anymore. 
he was barely maintaining his job, and she was at a loss. So let me give you Gio's backstory. Um, his passion was playing music. He played a variety of instruments, but he really loved playing the piano and keyboards. He played in a band in high school, and he wanted to have a career playing music. But his parents didn't like the idea and thought that he should go to college and get a real job. Since Gio was really good with computers, he decided to go to school for IT. And once out of college, he worked in a corporate setting for most of his career. He would play a few gigs around the edges of his full-time job from time to time just to keep his chops up, but he really didn't devote much time to his music. And once Gio got married and started a family with Deidre, he rarely had time for his music at all. Well, after being married for several years, one day, out of the blue, Gio decided to buy a new keyboard to the tune of about $5,000, which he put on a credit card and he had not discussed it with Deidre. Well, needless to say, Deidre freaked out when she found out. She wanted him to return it, and he refused. He also got together with some musician friends and put all of his extra time into playing music. He was hardly home, and it was having a negative impact on his relationship with Deidre and with his two kids. He and Deidre were drifting apart, and his kids were missing their dad. Well, the final straw came when Gio told Deidre that he wanted to quit his job and play music full-time. Deidre was furious because Gio couldn't see what he was doing to his family, both emotionally and financially. She saw that he was consumed with his music, which was the only thing that seemed to make him feel alive. Deidre tried reasoning with Gio, but it didn't work, and she ended up asking for a divorce and wanted custody of the kids. Well, this was the last thing Gio wanted, you know, but here he was, you know, his life was caving in on him, and he didn't know how to get out, and he was starting to have health issues as a result of all the stress he was going through, and that's when he realized that it was time to take a good look at himself and try to figure out the rest of his life. And so he came to the health clinic where I work to get his health back in order. And he was referred to me by his provider to work on reducing his stress and anxiety and do some life coaching. We worked on all that and Gio was doing pretty well. You know, he started to have a new outlook on life. And part of that was committing to Deidre to get back on track of their relationship. And she was skeptical at first, but she eventually opened up and decided to give Gio another chance. Now, it wasn't easy, to say the least, yet they persevered and committed to make it work. And a lot of that work came from Gio, you know, committing to his personal growth and his self-care. We worked on building his emotional IQ through mindfulness and self-compassion strategies to be more open to change and embrace change rather than resist it. We worked on how to be more vulnerable and to communicate openly with Deidre. We talked about how he and Deidre could focus on their shared interests and create new interests together. And it, it was quite a process, and it still is. Yet Gio and Deidre are sticking together through it all. 
And the last I heard, Gio got an IT job working at a major music streaming service, combining his IT skills and his love of music. He was definitely making it through the midlife transition. So what are some of the things you can do if you are facing a midlife transition in your relationship? Well, not everyone responds the same way. So it's really based on your unique situation. And certainly working on what I mentioned in Geo's story could help you, you know, like committing to a process of personal growth, um, working on your emotional IQ, practicing mindfulness strategies, self-care, self-compassion for how hard the transition can be, especially for a man. Um, be vulnerable and have open communication with your spouse or partner. Um, and then, of course, you know, search for shared interests and find those new mutual interests. Um, some other ideas include talking about and reevaluating your relationship goals and priorities to get on the same page with your spouse or partner. To work on maintaining a connection no matter what, you know, and keep your intimacy going. Um, big one here is practicing empathy and being patient with yourself and each other as you navigate the process. And remember, both of you are going through a transition, you know, all of us are aging at some degree, right? So understand that, that you're not the only one going through this. And when it comes to conflict, use some constructive conflict resolution strategies, um, and always remember that you're going for the long term of the relationship and realize that it can be a real challenge when you're going through a midlife transition or crisis, right? And if you can't get this figured out on your own, by all means, get professional help from a therapist or a coach. You can get through this. You know, having the awareness that this transition is happening, knowing that you're not alone, and then, most importantly, taking action to move through or with the transition. I wanted to share a quote about midlife crisis from relationship expert John Gottman. He says, quote, The key to handling a midlife crisis in a relationship is to cultivate empathy, patience, and a willingness to listen and understand each other's needs and aspirations, unquote. Sounds like great advice to me. And that will do it for this episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the Managing the Midlife Crisis and Relationship episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. Thanks for listening. So has your partner or spouse ever make a comment that you don't listen? Do you find yourself getting defensive a lot? Do you shut down when your spouse or partner is talking to you? Do your confrontations end up in arguments and you feel disconnected, rejected, or hopeless? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you're not alone. Please join me for the next episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the Rebuilding the Communication Breakdown episode. Oh, and I want to apologize to those on my email list. Uh, I was having some technical issues, and I apologize. You may have gotten a few emails in the same episode, um, some other issues. So uh, hopefully I have resolved the issues, and that won't happen again. And speaking of email, if you have any questions or issues about your relationship you need help with, or topics you'd like for me to cover or feedback about the podcast, or just want to get on my email list, 
please email me at bill at pathwaystolivingwell.com. That's bill at pathwaystolivingwell.com. And you can also find my email address in the show notes. And if you know someone who you think might benefit from listening to this podcast, please share the link and share the love. And until next time, keep your heart open and stay on the path to love.